Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news and your views. Alan Corcoran. I'm joined by uh, Parik Byrne from the People Newspaper Group. Good morning to you, Parik. Morning, Alan. Well, Parik, uh, in relation to the compulsory purchase of the SETU site, we, we sat together during the, uh, the the council meeting the other day when the, the point was raised by Sinn Féin Councillor Tom Ford and the response came from the Chief Executive, Tom Enright. What was your reading of it? Well, I think a few jaws hit the floor when he said it was going to be six to nine months before the CPO would be completed. Um I guess you go back to February of this year was when uh, Paul Kyo, who you just had on, said that it had been given the green light for the CPO. Then fast forward a few months, uh, the newly in as Cahirlock, George Lawler said that you know the CPO process was getting underway and things were moving along. And then things seemed to go quiet for quite a while. Um, now, as it turns out, I spoke to Chief Executive Tom Enright yesterday and he had said that the CPO process didn't actually begin back in July, that... Uh, Wexford County Council was obliged to go back with a second offer to the landowner. Um, now, subsequently, that was rejected, so they are now pushing on with the CPO process. Yeah. Uh, there's been liaison going on between Wexford County Council and uh, SETU, and uh, as far as I can gather, the CPO process will begin in earnest in the next couple of weeks. Right. But I mean, even at that, we are. This isn't going to be an overnight thing, you know. CPO process is six to nine months. Then you have to go to tender. You have all these things. I mean, I was told before we could be talking at least three years before the first building is open. Mm-hmm. So you know, I have nephews and nieces kind of uh, saying, you know, will we be going to this new campus when we're going to college? I'd be more hopeful yeah. that my three-year-old might. <laughs> but surely might serious questions have to be asked. I mean, Brendan Howland put the funding in place for this in 2016. Mm-hmm. And that's the question people are asking me to ask, and I'm trying to get to the bottom of it, and it's, it's, it's hard to get to the bottom of it. 2016, funding in place, here we are in 2022, and we now know that the CPO is going to be six to nine months further down the road. Yeah, well, there's been a lot of water under the bridge since that funding was, was uh, ring-fenced, I suppose, and a lot of back and forward. There was uh, you know, a couple of different sites that fell through. There were some allegations at the time over, you know, some stones were thrown at IT Carlo over how actually willing they were to get this over the line and how much they actually wanted this to happen. Now, look, all of those concerns have since been put to bed and we are moving forward. We have the site now. It's it's very much locked in. But right. as I say, this this is a long burner rather than something that's going to happen overnight. And just to, to, to qualify what you just said there, I spoke to Paddy Prendergast quite recently, who's a proud Wexford man, and he is under no illusions. And I have it on tape what he said to me that he wants the Wexford campus to be top of the range so and the, those commitments are there mm-hmm. so any fears you have that the commitment is not there from Carlo the, the commitment from Carlo is very much there mm-hmm. well I guess the concern uh, from a Wexford point of view with the establishing of SCTU was always going to be that you know the other two campuses are in place and they're able to carry out improvements in that but the concern was that if Wexford is going to play a big part in this yeah. university and a central part in this university it needs to be there needs to be a campus now the fact is that the university is in existence now it's turning out graduates and Wexford still doesn't have a campus that matches uh, I suppose the ambition of the university which is isn't is sad but look we are moving right. in the right direction now I guess and again before I move away from this uh, Paddy Prendergast and I have it on tape it's quite clear that he would like to see the top of the range subjects being taught here in Wexford and graduates coming from here if that happens Porrick it, within the next few years, it will be just incredible, won't it? Oh, it's, it's a huge, it's a game changer. I mean, I went to uh, Manute University myself, and Manute is a village, but you see the 
the lift and the atmosphere that the student population around the village creates there right. you, you put something similar into Wexford it, it will be an absolute game changer for the town going forward you have lots of stories you have a front page story that I know legally you can't go into in too much detail but on the front of the people it's your story what can you share with us uh, well this was quite a harrowing one uh, about a year ago well almost exactly a year ago a man was caught up in uh, an online sting um, uh, he was said to have been grooming uh, a young girl online um, this online group targeted him, uh, tracked him down to Liverpool where he was over with a group watching a match uh, and basically filmed him. The, the the video was viewed thousands of times and shared thousands of times on Facebook but uh, without going into too much detail, basically he conceded that he had been chatting to this girl, he was aware of her age and that he was arrested by Merseyside Police on that occasion a year ago and... Uh, Subsequently released, uh, files were passed on to the Gardaí for investigation, and for a long time it seemed like nothing was really happen happening. Um, however, now it's emerged that uh, a file is with the Director of Public Prosecutions, uh, who is considering whether or not to take a case against this man, uh, or take a prosecution against this man. Uh, it's believed that uh, electronic devices and that kind of thing may have been seized in the course of this Garda investigation, so I guess it'll be interesting to see what, what transpires and what comes out of it from this point. Moving on to some archive footage now, and it's a mural controversy. It dates back to 1976, and uh, the article is penned by Maria Pepper. It's a very interesting article. Would you like to share that with us? Uh, yeah, is this, this is a funny one. I guess, uh, you know, in the, modern, in the modern times, we have all these beautiful murals around town now, and Wexford County Council is really looking to brighten the town up and, you know, have, have lovely murals on, on the side of... of otherwise bland and dreary buildings but uh, back in 1976 Arthur Kelly fell, fell foul of the corporation at the time for painting a mural on the front of his new pound shop and they weren't weren't happy with it uh, a kind of a legal dispute followed he uh, he refused to paint over it or to take it down and, and the RT reporter came down and captured some great footage it's, it's lovely to look back on actually I, li- I like looking back on these old archive uh, footage yeah. things you know and now look at the wonderful murals around the county because I've seen them in Enniscorthy, I've seen them in Gorey there's one on the side of the theatre in Gorey and uh, and around the Wexford town they're absolutely wonderful oh, aren't some they? of them are absolutely amazing yeah. yeah the quality of the work done by the artists is, is unbelievable you know and I think more, the more that kind of thing the better which which shows a massive change in attitude from 1976 you know <laughs> finally the cancellation of the Christmas dinner and a, a very good gesture on behalf of the Cahirlock because St Vincent de Paul are going to benefit from it what is it yeah well I suppose they're uh so the councillors have a, have an annual Christmas dinner every year in their districts. Uh, so, you know, they'll go out for lunch or whatever and that'll be covered by the county council. But there was traditionally a county chairman's dinner as well, um, which I hadn't realised until recently that all former members of Wexford County Council are invited back to as well. Now, I'm not sure how much this cost. I haven't been able to get an answer to that question, to be honest, but... Uh, a donation has been made that George Lawler has opted to do away with this practice and a donation will be made to St Vincent de Paul instead now he hasn't said how much it will be at this stage but he, he just felt it had run its course he said it wasn't really for financial reasons but it wasn't met with uh, I suppose it wasn't welcomed by everyone in the chamber uh, Kathleen Codnolan was kind of uh, a bit annoyed and said she felt it was a great night and a great opportunity to get the former members back together whether that should be paid for by the taxpayer, I'm not so sure. But look at it, it's cancelled now anyway. And, and Jim Codd, he's always good for a soundbite. And uh, I know for the likes of us, he will never turn down an interview. He he, he got a bit of a chuckle in the, uh, in the <laughs> chamber, didn't he? He did, poor old Jim got a bit of a grueler. Uh, he, he, he stood up and he said, uh, 
I, I, I don't think we need two dinners and he got of course he got a few heckles of I don't think you need two dinners anyway Jim <laughs> but he took it in good spirits in fairness to him and yeah. made the point you know that it's better to donate this money to St Vincent de Paul for the good work they do rather than spend it on an additional dinner for, for everyone in the council you know Alright Parry well I, I, I know I'll be talking to some of your colleagues before Christmas but I probably won't be talking to you till after Christmas so have a happy Christmas finally I know you're a great football fan Messi or Ronaldo for you who was the best? Oh 100% Messi without doubt you look at what that man even did on the pitch last night while the other fellas at home sulking so I think that tells you everything you need to know about the two of them <laughs> Happy Christmas to you Paul. Happy Christmas Alan thank you Southeast Radio's Morning Mix Chat News and your views